Good morning, everyone. My name is Teddy Raksak. You're listening to TED Talk Sports. This episode is brought to you by Grooming by Diane, the best dog grooming services in the San Fernando Valley. All right, guys. So today I'm going to be talking about the Oakland or the Las Las Vegas Raiders yet? Oakland Raiders yet? I don't know. They keep switching the moving date around. But anyways, we're talking about the Raiders today. And um, yes, let's just jump right into it. So last season, the Raiders... Uh, oh man, I'm just, they went four and 12 and, you know, I tried to, you know, I, I noticed when I looked at the, uh, for example, you know, I looked at the Detroit Lions, I looked at their record, a lot of their losses, right? They were eight points or, or less, right? So they're losing a lot of close games, a lot of games that, you know, maybe in a parallel universe, they ended up winning and they, you know, maybe they were more, more of a dominant team. Um, the Raiders lost most of these games by between 16 and 20 points. So these were substantial losses. Um, and before the season even, before last season even began, before the 2018 season even began for the Oakland Raiders, uh, they had a really wacky offseason. They really did. They traded away Khalil Mack um, for two first round picks, which ended up being a terrible, terrible decision. Um, they just, I don't know if they didn't want to pay him or if it was like John Gruden's, um, ego complex or whatever that was. I, we're, we're going to talk about that a little bit later. Um, yeah, so, so that was pretty awful. And then when you get into the season, what, two or three weeks in or something like that, the, the Raiders trade away Amari Cooper, who was probably one of their best receivers. Um, they trade him away to the Dallas Cowboys for a first round pick. And, you know, I thought this trade was, I thought this trade was bad. Um, I thought they could have gotten more value for someone like Amari Cooper. I think Amari Cooper is very, very young. He still has a very, very high um, ceiling, has a re- still a lot of potential. And I think they gave up on him a little bit too early. Um, you know, I, I think they should have worked with him a little bit more. And I thought, you know, but anyways, you know, he's still a good player, and he really showed that when he went over to Dallas. You know, he showed that he still has plenty left in the tank he's still very talented and I think the Raiders are, are going to hurt from that a little bit and you know we'll see this upcoming season that they, they did hurt a lot from that um I'm sorry we'll, we'll look into the the this past season that happened and that the Raiders did hurt a lot from trading away Amari Cooper um you know it's almost like with these early moves these early you know front office moves it was almost like that Gruden was trying to make some sort of statement like, like he has the final say in these matters. And if, you know, if you're not agreeing with him, then, you know, you, you got to get out of here. You know, my, my, my high school football coach, he had this saying, he would say, you know, we're trimming the fat. You know, the players that don't want to play, they could walk. And, the, you know, we only want the players that do want to play. So we're trimming all the fat. Fat being the players that aren't committed to the program or whatever. So I kind of feel like that's what John Gruden's trying to do a little bit. Uh, he's definitely trying to make his presence known in that organization. Um... But, you know, so far, it just, I don't think it really worked well for him. You know, so far, you know, he's given up his best wide receiver. He's given up, and on top of that, he gave up one of the best pass rushers uh, in the NFL. A generational talent in Khalil Mack. So, that, to me, that didn't really seem like a really good move on Gruden's part. Um, so, then let's fast forward into this upcoming season. So, the, the big news with the Raiders, obviously, was that they traded for Antonio Brown and, you know, this, this started to, you know, show that they're starting to turn things around, okay? And I like this trade. You know, they got one of, if not the best, wide receivers in football, in Antonio Brown, head case and all. They got him for a third and a fifth round pick? That's a steal. 
That is an absolute steal. And then he resigned with them. So I don't know. I Antonio Brown is only like 31 years old. He's 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 still young, um, still very productive. I I thought it was really awesome. Um, yeah, I thought, was, I thought that was really great. And also too, you know, since they lost Amari Cooper. The Raiders really didn't have a clear-cut number one. I think their number one guy was like Jordy Nelson, who'd been coming back from like an injury. So that you know, this now that they have Amari Cooper, it really um, is going to allow them to have a true number one target for uh, for Derek Carr. Speaking of Derek Carr, uh, that man is getting overpaid. You know, five-year, hundred twenty-five million dollar extension, and he hasn't been playing like it. He just he just hasn't been. Um, you know, last season he put up you know 4,000 yards, which was 14th in the NFL. He had 19 touchdowns, which was 21st overall, and then he threw he threw 11 picks, which was I think somewhere in the middle. So you know these stats for someone that's getting paid, one of the top paid, one of the most um, paid players in the NFL, you can't be putting up subpar stats. You just can't be doing that. If, if you're getting paid that kind of money, similar to Matthew Stafford, you you know you need to be making the players around you better, okay? If you're going to get paid like Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, right, those kind of players, they make Chris Hogan better, right? They make what, like Ty Montgomery, they make him better. They make Julian Edelman better. But we don't see this with, we don't see this with Derek Carr. Um, now, I have to be fair. Derek Carr didn't really have uh, a good offensive line last year. He got sacked 51 times, which was the fourth most in the NFL. So he would he didn't have a lot of time to throw. Um, Carr also didn't have that much help in the backfield. You know, he was given an aging Marshawn Lynch, and then you know for his for his targets, like I mentioned a little bit earlier, you know his best wide receiver was like a 34 year old Jordy Nelson coming back from like an a, an ACL injury. Um, but this upcoming season, you know, Derek Carr, he does not, he doesn't have, he doesn't have any excuses. You know, they, the Raiders did a lot of good things. You know, they, they picked up Trent Brown. Um, they, you know, they signed him and, you know, yes, they overpaid him, but you know, he's an offensive lineman that should help. Uh, the Raiders also drafted very, very well. They drafted, uh, Josh Jacobs. I think that's a great pick. He's a very physical He's a very physical runner. Um, he doesn't have the best size, but I definitely think that, you know, considering the fact that, you know, you're going to have this gap with, with Marshawn leaving, I think that he's going to fill that. He's going to fill that gap very nicely. Um, the only thing, too, um, with, with the Raiders that I, I have to talk about is, is their defense. And this is just the biggest glaring problem with their defense. Um and the, the worst part about their defense is that they had no pass rush. But wait a minute. I mean, who would have thought by trading away one of the best pass rushers in the NFL that they would eventually have a problem rushing the passer? Like, who would have thought? You know, it's just rocket science, right? So, you know, the Raiders, you know, they weren't just bad on offense. They were absolutely terrible. Probably one of the worst defenses. I might say the worst defense in the NFL last season. Um, so as a team... They had 13 sacks, okay? The whole season, they had 13 sacks. J.J. Watt had 16 sacks by himself, okay? Aaron Donald had like 20 sacks by himself. So these two players individually had more sacks than, an entire, than the entire Raiders defense 
for a 16-game season. That is absurd. The Raiders also allowed the most points per game, 29 points per game. That is ridiculous. And then they were in the middle of the pack for interceptions. I mean, if that means anything, if that makes anyone feel any better. Um, but, you know, they did address some of these problems through the draft. You know, they, they drafted Clenlin uh, uh, Farrell out of Clemson with a number four overall pick. They took uh, Jonathan Abram uh, at number 27 overall. And he, I like him as a safety. He has a lot of size because you don't have that much size at the safety position because Joyner and, you know, LaMarcus Joyner, who I'm not nuts about, but that's for another story, another time. Um, LaMarcus Joyner, he's not six foot tall. And Carl Joseph isn't six foot tall either. So they're, they're a little bit smaller and, the, you know, smaller size. So I think that, you know, he, you know, Abraham is going to fit in nicely. But with the Raiders, you know, look here. here overall, here's what I think. I think that the Raiders did something that a lot of teams are a little bit too stubborn to do and that they addressed some of their biggest needs in the offseason. You know, they needed, they needed a running back. They drafted Jacobs. They needed a wide receiver. Traded for Antonio Brown. They needed defense. They drafted defense. They needed to pick up their offensive line. They, they, you know, they signed the best tackle that they could. Um, you know, they, like I said, they finally have a number one wide receiver. They have a younger running back. They have some reinforcements on defense. Um, and this is all great. This is all great. But at the end of the day, their defense still won't be able to keep them in games. Uh, you know, I think maybe this will be a better season for the Raiders. But their defense is still a liability right now. They're, if you look at the, the Raiders defense on paper, you don't look at them going, ooh, oh, that's a matchup nightmare for us. You don't, you don't really say that. So the Raiders, you know, they're, they're get, you know, they're they're going, they're trending in the right direction, but it's like, you know, it's like you're running a marathon and you just took the first step. That, but you know, it's better than no steps. Um. So I don't know. It's and also too, one of the biggest factors in all of this that I have to address is that the Raiders play in the, I would argue, the toughest division in football. Right? The AFC West. That is brutal. That is brutal. You have the Chiefs and you have the Chargers, who both look excellent. They both look really good. They're both two legit Super Bowl contenders. Right? The Chargers went 12-4 and last season, and they were a wild card team. A wild card team. That is, you know what I mean? That, that, that's crazy. And it's like I said, it's not just like they're good teams. These are Super Bowl contending teams, and they look really, really good. Um, and you have to play each of them twice. You have to play the Chargers twice and the Chiefs twice, and that is absolutely brutal. Um, but you know, all in all, you know, I think the Raiders are going to get a little bit better. Like I said, the first step in a marathon, you know, they're, they're, they're starting it. They're starting the journey. Um, I think best case scenario, I think the Raiders are going to finish six and 10. I think the Raiders might even try to tank at the end of it to get some more draft picks. Who knows? But yeah, I think it's gonna be a it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a rough season for Raider fans. Not as rough though. You guys are you, you are getting better, Raider fans. Rest be assured. But it's you're still in for the long haul. But that's all I have to say about the Raiders. But anyways, guys, thank you so so much for listening. My name is Teddy Ragsack. You're listening to TED Talk Sports.